Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. When Jesus began his ministry, he did not come to join or continue what was already in place. Rather, he came to bring change. Change is something many struggle with. Even those who claim to like change only like the change they approve of. The truth is, change can be positive or negative. But we aren't the judges. God is. Today on Drawing Near, we see some differences between Jesus' ministry and the old ways. So let's open our Bibles to Luke chapter 5 and study Understanding the New and the Old. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for the new things that you do in our lives. We thank you that we are created in Jesus Christ, that Jesus came to make all things new. Father, we were dead in our sins and trespasses, and through faith in Jesus and his death, burial, and resurrection, we have new life. Father, we thank you for your enlightening us, helping us to become a spiritual people, helping us to understand what you desire to do. As we put off the old creature and put on the new, help us understand, Father, that these things, these new things, these changes are necessary. And Father, change is coming. When Jesus Christ returns, he will change everything. The old will pass away. Behold, all things become new. Father, help us to embrace this through faith in Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Today we'll begin reading in Luke chapter 5, verse 33. Luke writes, And they said to him, The disciples of John often fast and offer prayers. The disciples of the Pharisees also do the same. But yours eat and drink. For us, this verse is a little unusual. For one, we're not very familiar with discipleship and the relationship between the disciples and their rabbis back in Jesus' day. Most of us are not Jewish, and so this is unfamiliar territory. Couple that with the fact that many of us don't know anything about fasting, and even a few of us may struggle with praying. So what's going on in this passage? Well, John the Baptist was on the earth doing his ministry. He had not yet been beheaded. The Pharisees were the religious leaders of the day, along with the Sadducees, but the Pharisees are the ones being referred to here. So they were noticing what was going on with Jesus, this new rabbi, and his disciples, and they were curious because there was a distinction. The disciples of John the Baptist evidently fasted often and offered prayers. And the people saw this. The religious leaders saw this. And the disciples of the Pharisees also did the same. The idea of fasting is to force your physical body to do without so that you may grow, understand, or draw from God the spiritual. And the idea of offering prayers was setting aside time to really devote yourself to lengthy prayers. And so these religious observances were being done by the disciples of John and the disciples of the Pharisees. But they noted Jesus' disciples ate and drank. Jesus' disciples, as we've just seen, 
or going to the parties or going to the meals that were being offered to Jesus by Matthew, the tax collector, and others. There was more of a celebratory tone as Jesus met with sinners, shared the good news of the kingdom as they repented of their sin and were converted to following Jesus and the kingdom. So people were troubled by the way John's disciples behaved, more solemn, more reverential, and the disciples of the Pharisees, but Jesus and his disciples were eating and drinking. And so in verse 34, Jesus answers them, and he says, You cannot make the attendance of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them. He uses this bride analogy, this bride and bridegroom analogy. And he says, I am the bridegroom, essentially. And he says, while I am here, the attendants are not going to fast or mourn or get solemn. It's a time of rejoicing. It's a time of celebration. It's a time to be doing things. And so you can't make the attendants of the bridegroom, those who attend his needs, fast while the bridegroom is with them. They need to be attending to the bridegroom. They need to be doing what he is doing. And so he continues in verse 35 and says, But the days will come, and when the bridegroom is taken away from them, then they will fast in those days. So Jesus is saying right now, while the bridegroom is with them, while Jesus is with them, there's work to be done, there's preparations to be made, there's joy to be experienced. But the days are going to come when I, the bridegroom, is taken away from them. When I depart, he's going to die on the cross. He's going to be buried. He's going to resurrect. He's going to ascend into heaven. So whether he is talking about his death and burial, or whether he is talking about his resurrection and his ascension into heaven, either way, Jesus is not going to be with his disciples all the time. There's going to come a time when they are going to be without him on this earth. Jesus says, then they will fast in those days. Then there will be time for fasting, for praying, for the solemnness, for the seeking, for the understanding. I have to confess, I probably don't understand all of the depth of this passage. But I do understand these basic things, and I want you to get them as well. Jesus came to bring in the new. He wasn't functioning the way everybody else had been functioning, the way John and his disciples, the Pharisees and their disciples, he wasn't doing things their way. One of the main reasons for that is Jesus was not like John or the Pharisees. Jesus is God incarnate. Jesus is the bridegroom. John could not be the bridegroom. Even if the Pharisees believed they could not be the bridegroom, all they could be were attendants. And so Jesus was doing something new because he himself being in the world was new, and his ministry was new. Not only that, but Jesus is emphasizing that he is here on this earth with his disciples now, but he is going to depart this earth at some point, and there's going to be a change there, a change that began with his coming into this world, and then another change when he departs and his disciples must function without him. With Jesus' entrance into this world, born of a virgin, living a sinless life, doing in his ministry what no one else had ever done, prophets had raised the dead, prophets had done healing, but no one had ever done these things on the scale of Jesus Christ. He wasn't healing an isolated individual here or there. He was healing multitudes. 
he was doing this kind of stuff on a scale that had never been experienced before. And he drew a lot of attention. Part of what Jesus was doing was he was clearly making a division between everything that had proceeded and everything that was coming. He was making a distinction between the old covenant and the new covenant he came to usher in. He was going to change who could come to him, who could come to God, not just Jews, but also Gentiles. He was going to put an end to the sacrificial system by becoming the final sacrifice necessary, the only sacrifice that can satisfy God's righteous demands regarding our sin. His blood was going to be the blood that was shed that would cover our sins. And so in this very brief passage, in these somewhat obscure words for you and I, Jesus is letting everyone know this basic truth. He is different than John and the Pharisees. He is different than all who have come before. As a matter of fact, all of those others were pointing to him, and now he was here. And now he was going to do things according to the leadership of the Holy Spirit and according to his Father while here. And we'll see more of this explanation in verse 34 and following in our next study. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for these truths. We thank you for the clear indication that Jesus is unique, not just unique among men, but he is unique in creation. He is both God and man, and no one else could make that claim. He didn't come to destroy the law and the prophets, but he came to bring them to fulfillment, to completion, in the new covenant, in his body, in his blood. Help us to get a glimpse of this newness. And while we do, Father, help us to understand that the new didn't just come and stop when Jesus died on the cross. The new is ongoing. You continue to make things new in this world. You continue to work and act and change is imminent, especially the changes that will come in the end time. Father, we thank you for these promises and we thank you for the assurance that we have that you are sovereign and that you are in charge of the order of things. Guide us, give us strength and courage as we go forth and serve you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.